Hey everybody, this is Rochelle Austin from Spades and Salt, where you embrace the abundance and you become the salt or the saver in your business and relationships. So I know it has been incredibly long time since I recorded my last podcast, and so I'm trying to get back on that horse. No, rephrase that. I am getting back on that horse and riding it. So uh, a couple of things that have happened over the last couple of weeks have really shaken me up. Um, And that's not an excuse for not getting back on here and doing what I need to do. And that's providing great content for yourself and for those that you care about and for those that I care about. So a few days ago, the most recent thing that had happened is I was teaching my workout class. So I do a fitness class um, every single morning in a volunteer position for the women in my community. So that's one thing that I'm able to do that I absolutely love. And one thing that happens during that class is I hear a lot about what's going on in throughout the community that I don't necessarily have access to. So not saying that we're a bunch of gossipers or anything like that, but we just kind of come together and we talk about things, concerns are brought up. Um, And that one particular morning, before we even got started, we received some terrible news that there was a horrible car crash. And in my area, we have two coal-fired power plants that are probably 45 minutes away from each other. So that I know that in itself is pretty incredible. And so you have people from neighboring towns that get up pretty early. So they have like, you know, a night shift and then day shift that are transferring out. And then they have a lot of traffic. And so you always run the risk of... Uh, elk or cows or something being out there on the roads as well. But the other danger is just people driving and just from leaving work or being tired. And so that's one thing. Um, my husband works at the one of the coal-fired power plants. And that's one thing that's always at the forefront of my mind is I'm praying for his safety. I'm know what the risks and dangers are for that because things happen periodically, especially when the weather turns bad. Um, or you have livestock that escapes and such. On this one particular morning, there was this car crash. Um, and by the sounds of it from there, I know I know that they're still going through the investigative process, but it sounded like one was probably coming from work and one was going to work at one particular power plant. And you have this young apprentice. Um, he just is contracted through um, a different company that is helping out there. And then one who actually resides in a neighboring town. And the younger guy, um, he it sounded like he either forgotten something or he turned around really fast. Anyway, he was in a no passing zone and it ended up causing a head on collision with this other gentleman and my husband was one of the first people on the scene they got there before even the ambulance or the fire trucks and so um, it was one car was completely flipped on its head um, over on the other the other one was catching on fire and so people were throwing water bottles on it one had a cooler full of ice and water and tried to toss it on they were tossing dirt on it Um, to try to get it out. And at one point, the dirt was causing the flames to flare up a little bit more. And they were doing everything that they could to try to rescue these people, um, to rescue these two guys. And so 
and they were just having a hard time getting in there just because of the state of the vehicles. They were pretty crunched up. And so they ended up having um, a wildlife crew come out and one of my husband's friends, he's actually on the fire department over here. So he was kind of leading the charge with all of it. And they got the hoses out, they charged the water, make sure, started putting water on it. Then the fire department showed up, got the jaws of life out. And this whole scene was unfolding in front of my husband. And he's been an EMT, but one of the reasons he didn't want to be an EMT anymore is because he just, he has a hard time processing that kind of information. So you guys can probably understand like living the scene of something like that. And some of you may have actually come across a horrible accident and you know, the things that it can fill you with. Some people go into shock. Everybody behaves differently. And so my husband, his first thought was, I got to get out of here because I don't want to see what's inside. Um, and he didn't end up knowing the people, but knowing that they're from here, the nearby town of where we are, it still hits us all pretty, pretty close. And um, anyway, you have the firefighter there and then, you know, they're using the jaws of life and they're putting out the fire trying to rescue these people. And my husband, he's about to leave and a car shows up and a woman gets out and she's just screaming and crying for her husband. So the firefighters, they see that and they immediately run to her saying, you can't go over there. You can't see over there. You don't want to see over there. Um, and it was absolutely horrific. And just retelling this story, guys, just brings a knot into my throat and just, oh, my chest, I just, it constricts <laughs> because this is the scene that sometimes I, I play in my head that things are going to happen in my family and, and tragedy has hit this family. So both of these individuals passed away at the scene, which is an absolute devastation. And my heart goes out to those families affected. One thing that really, um, hit home to me is that every single day is precious. Every single day. We we cannot count on tomorrow. We can't even count on the next 10 minutes. And to to think that we have tomorrow is folly. And we all fall into that um you know, believing that we have tomorrow. We just never know and I'm not trying to put us in freak out mode, but maybe productive mode. And so for me it's kind of it's put me back into a place that, you know, where Jim Rohn, he says, either the either you run the day or the day runs you. And I find out a lot of times that the day runs me just by little things here and there, checking your email, checking social media, uh, running your kids here and there, which I think is important, you know, so we got to kind of prioritize the things that are important, the things that are not important. And so when you have a tragedy that happens like that, it, it brings prioritization prioritization, sorry, I can't say that word, back into your mind and where you need to go and what you need to do, especially with your families, what's important. And it brings you back to center. That has been my thing the past couple of weeks, guys, is bringing me back to center. What can I do to help feel the fire again, to help feel the passion again? Do you guys ever lose the fire and passion in your business? You, you lose the vision of where you're going in the business and Again, things happen to us, I think, for a reason. And so I do not by any means celebrate the the disruptive things that happen in other people's lives or in my own. But I hope we can use them, utilize them properly for learning experiences and, um, you know, 
whatever that means in terms of the support and the reach and the the systems that are put into place to help one another out. But um, and one of the things that I thought about that I'm gonna that I'm going to end on with this is within my business, if if I don't do anything, my business doesn't grow. And if I don't grow, my business does not grow. I love my business, but sometimes I really doubt myself. I doubt the potential that or, and the impact that I can have in my own life, in my family's life, and the impact that I can help others have. I, I, I have a strong mission within the, the business structure that I implement that my business is not just about me. It has to be about other people as well. And, you know, T. Harv Ecker, the, the, the Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, I know I've drawn on his information, his works before, but again, these are all principles, all amazing things that we can draw into our businesses that are to help us where we need to go. And so he talks a lot about problems. And so I can make excuses within the last couple of weeks or however long with, you know, within any of our lives and the problems that we have and just say, I just can't make it to the next step because I don't have upline support. I can't make it to the, to the next step because my family doesn't support me or my spouse doesn't support me. I can't make it to the next step because my business numbers are dropping and that, that means I'm failing. Guys, this is me in every single aspect. And if this rings true to you and there's a hundred other reasons out there, really bring yourself back to focus. Bring yourself back to center and analyze what we need to do next. And one thing that um, Mr. Ecker, he, he talks about is that rich and successful people are bigger than their problems. And so he, he really talks about, you know what, if um, in terms of like personal growth, if you are a, uh, like if you're, if you're going on a scale of like one to 10, right? One, you can't handle very many problems very well or at all. And 10, man, you can handle anything that comes at you. And so if you're a number two person and you have a problem, that's a number three, you're not going to do very well, right? Even though that problem to a number, like if you're a number five person and you have that number three problem, you're going to be able to take care of it. No problem. So really any problem that comes your way depends on the size of person that you are or that we are. And so he says, you know, the, the secret to success is not to try avoid or get rid of or shrink from your problems. The secret is to grow yourself so that you're bigger than any problems. And so everybody's going to have problems. How big are we as an individual? And so personal growth, that is a huge biggie, biggie, biggie. And um, we always should try to be growing ourselves and be resolution minded. That's always been my thing, you know, especially over the last few years is, okay, there's got to be a solution to this. I have this problem and it seems bigger than probably it really is. Other people have overcome that problem. How can I do the same? What is the resolution for that? What, what solution can I apply to make it better? And so he says the size of the problem is never the issue. The what matters is the size, the size of you. So if we have a big problem in life, all it means is that we're being, that we are a small person. And I think, again, you know, if something big happens into our life, 
it could take us back one step, two steps, five steps, 10 steps, at least for a while. And as long as we're determined to kind of work through that, it could take us a long time. And I think that's okay. I don't think he's saying it's easy. Um, he, I don't think he's saying that it's going to take a while for us to get through that, but there is a solution. There is a way to work through that. And he, he says that um, there we must grow to be a big container so that we can hold and attract more wealth. And so again, our wealth will only grow to the extent that we do. And so this goes back into our business, whether our successes, and it's not just about wealth, but it's what we're able to do with our business. And for me and for him, he talks about what can you do with that? What can you do with success? There's a lot of great things that happen within this lifetime or, or in communities or with organizations whatever it could be, because people have the capability to bless the lives of other people. And, um, the, I love when he says that, you know, the bottom line is if you become a master at handling problems and overcoming any obstacle, you know, what can stop you from success? And the answer is absolutely nothing. You will become unstoppable. And if you become unstoppable, what choices do you have in life? And the answer is all choices. If you become unstoppable, anything and everything is available to you. You simply choose it and it's yours. How's that for freedom? And so I would say if take on these things around us, really analyze you, help, help the situation you know, use a situation of others, use a situation that you read from, from maybe different people or different avenues and use that to your benefit and use that to put the energy back into yourself, put the energy back into your business. And however long that we have here, I'm hoping long, good years for everybody that we are able to maximize what we have. But if my time is cut short, I want to make sure that I did the best that I could, that I provided to the maximum that I could. And I hope, I hope, I hope that you guys feel the same. So thank you again for being patient. And I hope you really um, enjoy this podcast and share it with others if you feel it has meaning to others. And I will see you shortly. Hey, everybody, a happy sunny Monday to you. Well, at least here in Arizona, it is, and I'm super, super grateful. I'm grateful to have you here with me to be able to participate, be able to enjoy, be able to hopefully uh, make your day a little bit brighter and better. So that's what I'm here for. Um, little background, spades and salt. That is that is the name of the game. So spades, embrace your spades or your abundance that can come through your struggles and through your and through your successes and be the salt or the savor in your business and relationships. And so hopefully that is something that we strive to do every single day. So about two weeks ago, I I was able to uh, let allow I finally allowed my kids to watch one of my favorite movies of all time. And so my oldest you know, I have a 15-year-old, 13, and almost 12-year-old. And so I thought that they would appreciate this movie. Uh, so the start of it is it's about a weatherman who needs to go to uh, Punxsutawney, PA, or Pennsylvania, 
to see Punxsutawney Phil and see whether he sees a shadow or not. And this is something that he's been able to do for a couple of times. He absolutely hates it. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. And he gets to go with this annoying, <laughs> dorky cameraman. And so if you haven't gets to get, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Groundhog Day. And it is hilarious. I saw it a long time ago when it first came out and I died. It's absolutely hilarious. It has so many puns and (laughs) just different humor in it. But I think a lot of people absolutely hate the movie because of how the movie setting goes. And so um, if you are not aware or if you need a reminder, so Phil Connors, he's the weatherman and he thinks he's amazing. He's just arrogant. Uh, The cameraman, he calls him a prima donna all the time. And the producers just, you know, she's super sweet, super nice, an amazing lady. And he's just rotten to her. And just hates this gig, can't wait to get out and move to someplace else. And so it's a repetitive cycle. So he wakes up, does the coverage, does pretty good um, as an expert would, can't wait to get out of there. And the blizzard rolls in and he cannot leave this town. So he's stuck there, can't understand why he's still there. He thinks it's absolutely horrific. He has no idea what's coming though. And that is a repeat of that day over and over and over again so many times I can't even I don't even know how many times but I know it's been a long time and he gets to relive through some of these things but you see a transformation actually in the way that he treats the things of himself the way that he treats others and um just what he appreciates and what what he understands that he is capable of doing. So he's very closed off in the beginning. There's a lot of, um, there's, at first he thinks it's deja vu, right? I'm having a really bad, horrific day because he gets a repeat of that day and then he gets it again. And then he realizes, hey, there's no consequences. I can do anything that I want. And so he does that and he breaks the law, ends up in jail, does a whole lot of things, steals some money and realizes there's no satisfaction in that. Isn't that interesting? That you can only do so much within one day. And he was not able to find fulfillment in that. What a shocker, right? So he moves on to, you know, trying to uh, catch this producer's eye and woo her. And, you know, they have a really great day. And it just does not end well. I mean, he studies her. And he he does everything. But it's all for selfish reasons once again. And so a totally backfires in him and she ends up slapping him I don't know how many times and then he goes into the depressed stage where he's just like well I if I can't get her attention if I'm doing things wrong and I can't get out of this day there's only one thing to do so he steals oh maybe I shouldn't tell you if you haven't seen the movie so go watch the movie but he basically um tries to find different ways to do himself in I mean from stealing a toaster dropping into the bathtub to running off a cliff to doing all sorts of things. And when that doesn't work, he is convinced he is a God. And, you know, he's like, I've been blown up. I've been electrocuted. I've been all these things. Like there is no way to end his life. And so, you know, he has gluttony in there, greed, all these different things that, um, you know, we all can anticipate in life, that we all could deal with in life, that we all see around us. And then something happens. Okay, something amazing happens. And that is he figures out that if he is going to be stuck in the day, day after day after day, there is something important that he can do. And that is developing himself. And that is enriching the lives of others. And so the rest of the movie is really devoted to him 
improving on his talents, helping others, saving lives. And so you'll be able to have to see all that. And so by the end, he's like, he's like this guy that everybody wants to be friends with. He is the guy. He is a totally 180 of the guy that you see at the beginning. He's a completely different Phil Connors. And so <clears throat> with so much humor and puns in between, it's absolutely hilarious. And I still laugh at the exact same parts. So I know I'm corny, but if you think about his capacity and what people are capable of. And so we tend to put people in boxes like, oh, you're in the jerk box. <laughs> you're in the fun box. You're in the criticizer box or, you know, we all have these names that we give each other, we give ourselves and we tend to put people there and we tend to categorize and we understand that that's not really the case. And so that got me to thinking when I was watching this movie, how many of us would love to have a longer day or that a do over day so you can do it over because it did not go the way that you wanted to. What would we do? If we had that choice, if we had that opportunity and I know that a lot of these days, especially recently, I have not lived up to my potential that I could have that day. I mean, it's really, really hard to maximize our days, but some of them are like, man, I killed it today. I had a great day. Um, I was able to get so much done. You feel productive. You feel amazing. And that is the kind of day that we try to have every single day. And sometimes it just does not happen. And we would like a redo, right? We would like a groundhog day. We can have that day all over again. Um, one of the things that I was reading in conjunction with that, with that is through John Maxwell. So if you ever read in John Maxwell stuff or listen to him, he is absolutely amazing. Um, and I was able to um, listen and meet him um, a few different times and be able to really study his book. Um, and this is one book that I really, really enjoy. It's The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And in chapter number 14, it talks about the law of expansion. So, and the way that growth, you know, we always need to inc uh, increase our capacity. And so, um, one of the things that he mentioned in here, the authors, if it ain't broke, break it, right? Um, he says, they say that the potential that exists within us is limitless and largely untapped. When you think of limits, you create them. Isn't that so? And when somebody brings it to our attention, especially in the business that I'm in, or maybe in the business that you're in, um, when people says, you know, that's not possible, I don't see a way for you to be able to accomplish that. All of a sudden, we're like, yeah, you know what? They might be right. Doesn't that set a limit within our brain? Curse that, right? So we've got to figure out a way to break out of that, to, to get out of the box that somebody else has placed us in. And if you ever have a chance to go and search up Bob Proctor, he is great when it comes to breaking out of the box or breaking out of that paradigm. And I'm not going to go into that right now, but it's really a lot of the same things about not setting a ceiling on what we are capable of doing. So just like Phil Connors, by the end, he was able to save lives. He was able to change tires. He was able to um, save a marriage. He learned the piano. I mean, he was a brilliant pianist and he had one day, right? <laughs> over and over and over again. But he learned how to not squander it and he did not know what was going to happen the next day, but he put a hundred percent in that one day. And, um, one of the things that John Maxwell talks about is how to increase your thinking capacity. And he said, most experts believe people typically use only 10% of their true potential. I'm thinking that's true. And 
based on, you know, it's so easy, you know, to look at somebody else and think, oh my gosh, they can do anything. They have so much potential. They are amazing. Am I right? Have you ever looked at anybody and thought those words that they have so, they could kill this business. I have, you know, I've had several people that, um, you know, that I've brought into my business and they were working together and guess who doubts? They do, not me. You know, I see what they're able to do. I see what they're able to accomplish. They're the ones that are stopping themselves. I'm the one that stops myself or doubts myself. And um, that, you know, it's just so heartbreaking, so heartbreaking that that is the case. Um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about that I thought I would leave in your, in your tool belt for you is that, okay, we're talking about time frame. You know, we cannot control time, we cannot manage time. We have so much time and we just have to fill it however we can. Hopefully we make the use of, make the most use of it. But, um, John, he talks about that, you know, knowing the future is difficult. It absolutely is. You know, we look at our hindsight really is 2020. We can look back and say, dang it, I should have done this or this or this. And we can't, we don't have any control over that, right? It's gone. It's done. So knowing the future is difficult. Controlling the future is impossible. What? Knowing today is essential. Controlling today is possible. So we can't, we can't do anything about yesterday. Okay. We can't do anything about tomorrow. The only thing we can control is today. Phil Connors, he had the past. He couldn't do anything about all the things that he'd screwed up in the past. Couldn't do anything about it. And he definitely didn't really have a future, right? He was living February 2nd, day in and day out for who knows how long, right? Enough to become a a pianist, long enough to learn how to be respectful and all these things that he needed to learn. So, you know, it was a long time, but all he had was that day and he maximized that day. So I would say, you know what? All right, let's, we don't have Groundhog Day, but we have today. We have us. We have the capacity to do unlimited things. And so I hope you can look at your potential the way that other people look at you. You know, think about how your mom and dad look at you. Think about maybe a teacher that you admired, how they looked at you and saw your potential, what you could do, how you could kill the day, how you could kill the opportunity and be able to rock it, rock that meeting, you know, whether it's in your, in your personal life as well, you know, rock that relationship, get back down to the basics and do what you need to do. Get out of your own way. And I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining me and we will catch you soon.